Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. In sports, the road to the Final Four for the Notre Dame women's basketball team has been mapped out. The journey to repeat as national champions will start Saturday morning at 10 Central. But the number one seeded Irish host 16th seed Bethune-Cookman. A win moves them to the second round on Monday against either Central Michigan or Michigan State. Interestingly, the Irish and everyone else in the country knew the bracket pairings hours before they were supposed to be released, as ESPN accidentally showed them on the screen while the reporters were talking about the men's tournament. <laughs> well played and professional. <laughs> we different parts of the country, of course, have different wildlife, and consequently people in those areas have to have different ways to deal with them. Of course, deer versus car incidents, big problem here. And you can imagine my surprise when I drove to Colorado last fall and on the interstate saw signs warning against the possibility of a similar collision, but with an elk that weighs three times what a deer does. There's also trouble in some areas of the world with moose. Those things could weigh half a ton. And any time one wanders out of the wilderness and into a populated area, people have to give notice. And do something like what this guy did in Russia last week when a moose was found hanging out near an apartment complex. This guy threw his cat at it. <laughs> the cat screeched, the moose ran, and all was well. I would hate to goose a moose with your car. That would be horrible. Well, I don't know about anybody else. Yeah. But did you ever wake up feeling in the deck of playing cards of life? Yeah. You've been overshuffled because this morning <laughs> I've been overshuffled. You ever feel that way, Cliff? Yes. Wow. And it's like as soon as you raise up in the bed, you're like, boy, <laughs> I've been overshuffled. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, you're listening to the Morning Road Show. We thank you so much for doing oh, so. Absolutely. My name is Weed, and I make a living talking on the radio. Yes, you do. Because my parents couldn't afford to bribe a college for me. <laughs> True. I, I don't know what Cliff's excuse is for being here, but that is mine right there. <laughs> and I had wealthier parents. You probably wouldn't be here. I would have had a college degree somewhere yes. yep. and be, uh, you know, doing nothing, getting paid yep. a lot. Uh -huh. So that's kind of on my parents, Cliff, if you want to really, you know, <laughs> point, point the finger of blame at somebody. Uh -huh. It's my parents' fault for not being wealthy. Would you not agree? Does that not make sense to it's, you? No, it totally, it totally makes sense. Yes. We, the annals of medical breakthroughs are filled with names of those whose research advances have saved countless lives. Dr. Jonas Salk, for instance, who discovered and developed the vaccine that prevented polio. Alexander Fleming, a researcher in Scotland who discovered what penicillin could do in 1928. And Sir Peter Mansfield and Paul Lauterbur, who won the Nobel Prize in 2003 for inventing the MRI machine. The list could go on forever, forever but soon could include a guy by the name of Sanjay Mahotra. He's the CEO of a company called Microtechnology, and the process that they're developing right now will introduce the world of artificial intelligence to the medical field. And if Mahotra doesn't get the Nobel, at least he can rest assured he's getting a prize for the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast, because his now-in-development toilet will scan human waste every time someone goes to the bathroom, and it will be able to see, based on your poop, 
a wide variety of ailments before you ever know you have them. The technology, of course, is not without controversy. AI works by collecting huge amounts of reference data. So every time you go poop, the data that's collected will be sent to the cloud. The poop cloud, as it were. Then it doesn't take much to realize an Orwellian world where our AI toilets band together to produce a national ranking of poop to determine who ate the healthiest and who has the least health issues. Our poop rankings, once made public, will determine our value in society, with the cream of the crop having the most fecal influence. People will have brackets made up for this <laughs> stuff, just like the attorney. Number one seed. <laughs> Out of the Midwest. John Sperner. That's right, John Sperner from Canton, Ohio. Yeah. We've had a couple of folks, Cliff, uh, yeah. send text messages in this morning mm -hmm. wanting to know if, um, well, today is National Let's Laugh Day, and they were asking <laughs> questions about it. And yeah. Well, here at the Morning Road Show, yeah. we are not going to be participating in National Laugh Day today. Really? We're not playing. No. There'll be no laughter this morning so on this So basically program. what you're saying is National Laugh Day for us is just like any other Tuesday. That's exactly right, right. yes. Yeah, we're not entertaining and we won't make you laugh. Nothing special going on yeah. here. Yep. So okay. National Laugh Day. Somebody somewhere is going to celebrate <laughs> it, Cliff. <laughs> Don't, no, oh, no laughing. Oh, wait. Stop All it. right. Okay. More weed, more Cliff. National Laughter Day. Hey, I really would like to laugh today. I'd like to encourage all the listeners to call in with their best joke. Here's mine. I was addicted to soap when I was younger, uh, but now I'm clean. Remember, Cliff, earlier this morning when yeah. I said we would not be participating in National Laughter Day? Yes. That streak continues. Yes, it does. Yes. <laughs> if that's his best joke, I'd hate to hear the worst one. Oh, my. Holy oh, my. Cow. Cliff, as you well know, mm -hmm. I love the cactus plant. Yes. As you also well know, yep. I'm not very good at watering my cactus. My cactus. <laughs> True. And I have one now that is shriveled up in the window. Of my, uh, <laughs> I have one now that's shriveled up. Yes. In the window. In the window okay. of my domain back there okay. in the corner. Yeah. But I love these things. I've loved them since I was a kid. Yeah. Do you like cactus? Yeah. You like looking at cactus? They're okay. I love these things. And I'll tell you why I love them so okay. much. Okay. It's the only flower that I know of Yeah, that it's pretty mm -hmm. and it's mean at the same time. <laughs> it's got a little attitude to it. You're, no, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. And that's why I like the cactus. Yeah. Now, if I could just remember to sprinkle a dab of water on it him once in a while. It doesn't take very much. I know. I found out three months of zero. <sighs> is not enough. Not near Clearly. enough. No. Yeah. Officials in St. Louis say so far this year there have been... 52 carjackings, and it's only mid-March. Probably no one no more unusual than this one Sunday afternoon. The 37-year-old victim in the case was actually not in his vehicle at the time, but reported to police he was standing outside a friend's home on Nebraska Street when a man walked up and pulled out a handgun. His command was pretty simple. Take off your pants and then run away. Police didn't say whether or not the victim had picked the wrong day to go commando, but did say he complied, leaving the attacker with his pants and fleeing the scene, only to later realize he'd left his car keys in his pants pocket and the criminal used that to steal the car. Actually, that's more of a pants jacking than a car jacking. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I would be out when he said run away. <laughs> you mean like just falling out? You like pass out? 
No, I would oh. just give him my pants and can I like stroll away? Because <laughs> you don't run. I'm not running anywhere. <laughs> well, we've got tickets to the Gunslinger Gun and Knife Show this weekend right. at the National Guard Armory. Call us up right after this from Winona if you'd like to go. Well, Cliff, let's go to the phone line and see right. who our winner is. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Dan Osborne. All right, Dan, where are you from? Uh, Monroe City. All right, welcome to the Morning Road Show today. Yeah. Yes, sir, man. Hey, Dan, have you ever been to a gun show before? Oh, yeah. Have you bought guns at a gun show before? Uh, once in a while, but mostly little stuff, what I usually look for in ammo and reloading stuff. Is that oh, what you think okay. most people look for at one of these shows, Dan? Uh, I think a lot, a lot of mine is seeing guns that you've not seen for years and years and years, like a lot of old military guns and stuff like that, and old pistols. Okay. Oh, I kind of thought this was like new guns they had there. It's not really that, huh? Oh, uh, have both. Oh, you see, a, okay. you see some people that bring disc collectors, like real old eighteen ninety Winchesters and stuff like that. Well, Dan Osborne, I'll ask you this: If money was no object, what's the gun you would want to buy? Uh, I've had an M1 Grand years ago, and I'd probably buy another one of those. And how much do you think one of those would cost you, Dan? Uh, when I bought it years ago, I think I get three seventy five for it, and now you see them anywhere from twelve fifty to four thousand. Four thousand dollars? Mm-hmm. Depends wow. on the condition. If it's really, really nice, like the one I had. And how old would one of these guns be? Uh, they used the M1 Grand in World War II. Yeah. It's a, really a super gun. Wow. Well, Dan, mm. you have a great time at the Gunslinger Gun and Knife Show this weekend at the National Guard Armory, and you drop by our Country 98.1 studio and pick up your winnings, okay? Okay, man. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you, Dan. You have a good one. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. I had no idea that a gun would be $4,000. I know nothing about a gun. I'm I mean, not really, zero. I'm not really a gun aficionado either. Did you know that a gun would be $4,000? Could well, be. Potentially, yeah. I mean, depends upon the... At some point, you're, you're talking like a collector's thing. Not just an actual gun to go shoot. But if you've actually... I mean, if like what he said, the, the gun from World War II, you could get one of those that was used by a soldier in combat in a certain campaign or whatever. It makes sense that it would be a collector's item and would be worth more. Like Civil War stuff, you know, that oh, kind yeah. of thing. Battle of the Bulge. Yeah, into exactly. Into exactly. World War II. Yeah. Cliff, you can't help but hear, because it's less than a month away, tax yeah. day, of course, and mm -hmm. everywhere you look and see, somebody's, you know, wanting to do your taxes. And I'm looking for a new tax preparer myself this year. Oh, you are? I've used the really? same person. I was going to say, we've talked about this before. You basically have um, gone to the same guy for years. Yes, but I'm getting a little bit tired of all of the yeah. exercising that you have to go through to uh, participate in his tax preparedness. So I'm... Wait, wait, wait. Say that again? I'm a little bit tired of all of the exercising <laughs> that you have to do wait, wait, wait. getting your taxes <laughs> prepared. <laughs> I don't it think anybody else does that. I've never heard of, in, you know, you have to exercise to get your taxes done. Yes. You just drop off the paperwork and maybe meet with him a couple of times. Well, I'll be honest with you. I think yeah. he's shady. Why would you say that? Well, I'll tell you why. Okay. Here's the exercise part. All right. He has me practice running out the back door with him in case the feds show up before <laughs> we get started. I think he's a little shady, Cliff. I think he's more than a little shady. And I don't like the exercise <laughs> one bit. It's, running is against your principles. Totally. <laughs> if you have nothing planned for this Saturday night and you'd like to go to the Grand Ole Opry and see the Old Crow Medicine Show along with Mark Wills, Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin Brothers. Yeah. We've got your chance to go absolutely free. We've got cool. two tickets for you and a guest. You can go to the Grand Ole Opry and see those shows absolutely mm -hmm. free. We're going to do it the way we usually do it. You're uh -oh. going to have to earn it. 
True or false? True or false this morning. We're going to do that in eight minutes here on the Morning Road Show. Tickets to the Grand Ole Opry this Saturday night could be yours could if be. you can guess correctly or if you know correctly yeah. whether the statement I'm going to give you is true or if I totally made it up. Okay. Let's go to the phone lines, right. Cliff, see who we have. Hi, who's this? Andrew Hostown. Oh, oh you're Andrew me. Again. He's right back in there. Well, Andrew, the last time we messed up, so we're going to give you the option this time. It was all our fault, Okay. <laughs> Andrew. Okay. All right. Well, Andrew, if you get this right, you're, we're going to give you the tickets to the Grand Ole Opry. But if you miss okay. it, we have a consolation prize for you. Okay. You know what that is? What's that? It's the limited edition Morning Road Show bar coasters. They're one oh, of a kind. Awesome. Okay? Oh. <laughs> oh, see how I said awesome. If I get it right, too. can I have both? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you promise to be smiling when you get it right, okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Andrew, here it is. Now the pressure's all on you. You could win two prizes. Here we go. This is pretty simple, I think. Just think Mm -hmm. about it. When the United States became a country back in the late 1700s, China's population was already over 300 million people. Now, is that true, Andrew, or did I just make all of that up? 300 million people. 300 million people. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Do you have an answer for us? Um, That's false. True, true, it's true. Well, pick one of them. Yeah, what's your final answer? True. You're going to stick with true? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, Andrew. You've won two prizes here on the Morning wow. Road Show. Oh, boy. Yes. That's you've got the, Oh, yes. Well, yes. You've got the tickets to the Opry. We're also going to throw in a couple of coasters for you. You have a great time this weekend, okay? Thank you. Thank you. The dilemma this morning, Cliff, is on Ticket to the Bank, which fact should we give out? I'm telling you I'm struggling with this, and so I'm hoping you can help me out with this, Cliff. The first yeah. one we have is we could give you a fact about the Hard Rock Cafe. Okay. Then I'm sure very few of our wonderful listeners know this fact. Or green bean casserole. That's the choices, Cliff. And you want me to pick one of these? Pick one of those two. Let's go with green bean casserole. You're going with green bean casserole. Yes. Well, that's an excellent choice, Cliff. Thank you for doing that, because I was hoping you were hoping you for kind of lean that way. Hoping for a little green bean casserole. Uh, no, I'm never hoping for green bean casserole. <laughs> that stuff is nasty. I can tell you that it was invented by a woman. Really? In 1955. Okay. They should have shot her, according to me, anyway, after she invented that stuff. But it's coming yeah, up. Maybe. Well, it's time now for Take It to the Bank. All righty. And our Take It to the Bank today involves green bean casserole. And if you've guessed by now, I'm not a fan. <laughs> really? No. I have okay. always suspected, Cliff, in my mind, yeah. from the first time I ever tasted this stuff, mm-hmm. that it's basically somebody had a whole bunch of ingredients left over, and they wanted to get rid of them. <laughs> and lo and behold, yeah. that's exactly what happened. Really? Yes. It all happened in 1955. A woman named Dorcas Riley. I didn't make that up. Her first name is actually Dorcas. Right. I, I knew someone named Dorcas. All actually. right. So that's, she worked that's a real name. at Campbell's Soup. Okay. And it was to help them sell their cream of mushroom soup that they yeah. had too much of. Okay. And it was such a success after she did it, yeah. she was inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame Whoa. in 2002. Whoa. Yes, that's, that's pretty cool. impressive there. Well done. Not very well done with the green bean casserole. <laughs> I mean, it's okay in moderation. You just don't like vegetables. Exactly. And basically, a green bean casserole is all vegetables. It's all something, but I'm not going to say what. Oh, mercy. But all of that, you can take 
directly to the bank. Sunny today, about 53, and showers likely tomorrow for most of the uh, morning into the afternoon hours, and a high a little chillier around 50, if chillier is actually a word. 43 <laughs> right now in Princeton. Well, Cliff, yeah. they call him the greatest of all time. There's a lot of debate about that. So we're talking about Tom Brady? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, okay. In country music, oh, okay. the greatest of all time. All a right. lot of folks call George Strait. Well, they call him the king of country music. Yes. You know, he's got all of those number one songs. Right. Yes. But also, Cliff, I yeah. read that over the weekend mm-hmm. he was playing at the NRG Stadium. Oh, in Houston, Texas. Yes, right. at the uh, Rodeo Houston, the oh, livestock the, uh, show. Oh, live, the livestock show and rodeo, which is like a state fair, basically, is what you're talking about. Well, catch this. Yeah. He had the all-time record for the yeah. most people there to watch him perform. Really? He said it in 2013, and over okay. the weekend he uh, broke that he record. He broke his own record. Yes. Okay. I can't imagine what a come down this would be. Yeah. George Strait performed in front of 80,108 fans. Over 80,000 people. 80,108 people. That's the all-time record at the NRG okay. Stadium. Yes. And I'm sitting here thinking, when you come off of the stage after that, yeah. and you go back to your dressing room by mm-hmm. yourself or your hotel, that's got yeah. to be a culture shock <laughs> right there. I mean... No, yeah. you're absolutely right. It's, it's undoubtedly your you know your ears are ringing and you're on that adrenaline high and then it comes down and you're sitting by yourself in a hotel and, room. Yeah, totally. That would be weird. Eighty thousand one hundred and eight people. <laughs> he played for eighty thousand people. And we here on the yeah. morning road show would yeah. like to perform for twelve. And we have to. What's a struggle? What's a struggle? <laughs> Not twelve thousand. Just twelve. Just twelve people. Yes. Somewhere. Please. Well, Cliff, anything said today? (laughs) Yes, indeed there were. And remember, all of these things we said, plus everything else, available on the Weed and Cliff podcast later today. Go to weedandcliff.com for more info. Here's number three. I have one now that's shriveled up. Number two. Pick the wrong day to go commando. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. We're not entertaining and we won't make you laugh. We held true to that again today, didn't we? Yes. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.